Proverbs chapter 13 and the 11th verse. Wealth gained by dishonesty will be diminished, but he who gathers by labor will increase. Amen. Amen. Dishonest money, NIV version says, dishonest money dwindles away, but whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. Tonight I want to teach on a subject that many people are anxious about. They are saying, I'm walking in obedience, I'm walking in love, but I feel that my finances are attacked. God has equipped this church to win. God wants you to grow in faith. God wants you to grow in grace. And God wants you to grow in wisdom, in knowledge. Also, God wants you to grow in money. So tonight, we are going to look into financial wisdom. Your anxiety levels will be raised in any area if you don't handle the wisdom of God. Why do we need financial wisdom? Every problem that we face, it's not a money problem, it's a wisdom problem. In James chapter 1, the fifth verse says, if anybody lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives it liberally. There is nothing called a money problem, it's a wisdom problem. There is nothing called a marriage problem, it's a wisdom problem. There is nothing called a prayer problem, it's a wisdom problem. Hallelujah. There is not a problem called an addiction problem, it's a wisdom problem. Proverbs 4 and 6 to us says, wisdom is the principal thing. If there is a principle in, if, I mean, if, the, if there is a school or a college, and if you say, who's the head? Principle is the head. In the same way, in the Christian walk, if there are heads, who is the head? The wisdom. And the Bible says, Jesus Christ himself is the wisdom of God. And when you see Jesus, he gives practical wisdom to every area of our lives. For example, knowledge is in your head. Many people have knowledge about all these scriptures. But knowledge is to become understanding. Understanding is in your heart. Many people know knowledge. Knowledge is important. Hosea 4 and the 6th and 7th verse says, My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. But knowledge is important. Because God is saying, My people, God's own people, so-called born-again Christians, are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. In Hosea it was Israel. Today it's neither Jew or Gentile. Every child of God. They say, if you don't have knowledge, you can be born again, can be destroyed because you don't have the knowledge of God's word. But knowledge puffs you up if it doesn't become understanding. 1 Corinthians 8, 3 and 4 says, knowledge can puff you up. It can only bring forth pride. You can go to YouTube, watch one message after another from one pastor after another, but it can only make you proud if it does not become understanding. When you read the sower in Matthew chapter 8, Luke chapter 13, uh, and Mark chapter 4, when you look at the parable of the sower and the seed, the Bible says, God sowed the seed, but when you read the book of Luke chapter 8, the Bible says, the one who does not understand it, the crow or the devil comes and steal from it and make it, of no use so there's no use if the word that is sown is not understood 
you have to personally know what does that word means when he said if you believe you and your family shall be saved what does it mean to me how does it apply to me if you think that it is for somebody else somebody else will be delivered not you in the same way many people say my god shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory but they don't see the need met because some people have knowledge some people have understanding but understanding itself is only in the middle part it has to become wisdom wisdom is the application of god's word in every day of your life blessed be the name of the lord amen. hallelujah amen amen i can have recipes in a recipe book i can have all the ingredients masala chicken all that thing but without the wisdom of which masala to put how much salt to put <laughs> praise the lord and use you you put that chicken curry before without any wisdom behind it amen it will bring forth something called stomach upset in the same way if you don't know how to apply god's word in your life it will upset you edandu kore vajanu kore karyangalokke ariyathalla ariyanallave deiva vajanam വ്യക്തിപരമായ ജീവിതത്തില് കുടുംബ ജീവിതത്തില് സാമ്പത്തിക ജീവിതത്തില് എങ്ങനെ അപ്ലൈ ചെയ്യണോന്ന് അറിയത്തില്ല യു ഡോ ഹൗ ടു അപ്ലൈ ഇറ്റ് ഇൻ യുവർ മാരേജ് ലൈഫ് സ്പിരിച്വൽ ലൈഫ് ഫൈനാൻഷ്യൽ ലൈഫ് യു ഗെറ അപ്സെറ്റ്ലൈനിംഗ് നോ ദാറ്റ് ഇറ്റ്സ് നോട്ട് എ ബ്ലെയിം ഗെയിം ഇറ്റ്സ് നോട്ട് എ കംപ്ലൈനിംഗ് പ്രോബ്ലം ഇറ്റ്സ് എ വിസ്റ്റം പ്രോബ്ലം praise the lord so tools god has given us tools in the bible how to use certain things to see results so today we are going to focus on a financial level because the bible says in 1 thessalonians 5:23 to 25 some people says pastor only things of the spirit is it needed to be taught no jesus said may when he comes back may the spirit soul body be kept blameless at the coming of our lord jesus christ so god wants to involve you in the area of your spirit in the area of your soul your mind your will your emotions and in the place of area of your body your work your finances your health hallelujah jesus did not die just for one thing he became sin he shall be the righteousness of god but he also became poor that he shall be made rich hallelujah so finances if you are hearing for the first time pastor is it about the money bad no it is love of money that is bad money is needed in every aspect of your life you don't go worship money the bible says joseph the arameta was rich but he was a disciple so it's not the richness that is the problem abraham was very rich yet he was the father of faith so it's not being rich that's a problem it's because when money rules you that's called mammon the love of money when money is what is in your heart then the worship for god job the bible says was rich than anybody else he lost it but god blessed him double yet he did not compromise in his worship so money is important in luke 14 and 14 if my memory is right it says if you cannot be good towards of 
material wealth how can i put you in stewards of spiritual wealth so god looks at how you take care of your money before he can trust you with wisdom grace spiritual wealth is what anointing grace if he is a lay, if you are a lazy worker god cannot trust you with wealth who did god choose i was amazed that god did not choose lazy people he chose fishermen from morning to night they might not have caught anything but they were working hard they were working work edo vare kartha vilichella chumma madiyamare alla while they were working god said call them praise the lord abraham was a businessman isaac was a man who dig many wells jacob was an entrepreneur you coming to all that i'm little ahead of myself but the lord is just ask me to put a foundation even as we are coming to april which is a financial month coming to an end you know i wanted to take this a little early but at least after coming to an end we want to have a good year next march your balance sheet should be something that the heaven should be proud about amen praise the lord blessed be the name of the lord glory to god paul was a tent maker who god call hallelujah so dishonest money dwindles away but whoever gathers little by little makes it grow tonight practical wisdom for supernatural supply there is a saying big toes swing on little hinges might be little things that you might have overlooked and have seen as irrelevant that is not opening doors for you tonight i pray that god will give you the wisdom to will open big doors for you that you will learn not to overlook small and tiny things there are many believers who say pastor i tithe i put my offerings but i struggle financially so we are going to look at to the word why this happens these are wisdom actions for financial wisdom number 1 be productive genesis chapter 1 and the 28th verse says then god blessed them and said to them be fruitful and multiply fill the earth and subdue it have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth amen god blessed and said to them be fruitful everybody say be fruitful be fruitful another version say be productive produce something there is a connection between the blessing of god and the productivity of man god doesn't bless unproductive people he does not bless and somebody who wants to be lazy he says he blessed them and said be productive come on somebody tonight he does not want irresponsible people people who are not resourceful he wants people to be productive in financial circles you, you might have heard the saying money is the reward that people get for producing goods or services a cloth manufacturer makes cloth he gets rewarded for that you buy that you take it to the dry cloth dry cleaners he produces a service he cleans up the cloth and you pay him so whether it's a production of good or a service there's a blessing in it God has called you to produce something not to sit and warm your chair 
<laughs> this month you have to declare yourself that I'm going to change the level of my productivity come on somebody tonight I'm going to change the level of my productivity that I'm going to walk in a, on a level that I've never walked before for the glory of Jesus Christ amen open your mouth and say I'm going to be fruitful I'm going to be productive for the glory of Jesus Christ only then productivity will come out of you amen, amen. 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 your company needs to be productive your services are going to be needed more if you're a lawyer if you're a financial consultant the doctor whoever you are your production levels needs to go up your service levels are going to be in demand that's what you have to see your life as to how you view your life how you see your life is what you're going to see it manifested how you're going to view yourself today is what you're going to become tomorrow I like a man of God he said you should advance see yourself how you're going to walk tomorrow you have to start walking like the man or the girl or the boy who you want to be tomorrow and you have to start walking like that from today praise the Lord if you're going to see yourself financially secure wow work like that Thing like that. Hallelujah. That's when people will call you. You will be in demand that you're going to be blessed in your careers. You look around. What's happening? You get up in the morning. The bed was made by somebody. You put the blanket. Somebody manufactured it. You take the toothbrush. It was produced by somebody. You go to a shower. Those gadgets were manufactured somewhere. Your soap, your clothes, your perfume, everything was produced. You have eggs, toast, somebody produced it. Serviced it to you. Get into a car made by somebody. You go and sit on a table made by somebody. You take a piece of paper. It was manufactured somewhere. You take a pen. Somebody made it. It was all produced. You had a cup of coffee. Somebody serviced you. So what did you produce? Somebody said, trouble and more trouble for people. <laughs> All around things were produced. What are you producing? Your services needed. God had a unique gifting and a talent. There is nobody who is living who does not have at least one talent. You are lowering your God you serve then. You are belittling the heavenly God. And you say, I don't have any talent. People reward you either for producing a good or a service. Open your mouth and say, I'm going to be in demand because of the grace of God. Most people, especially in the churches I've seen, only have a consumer mindset. They don't want to produce anything. They want to be only blessed, but don't want to be a blessing. They just want to consume and consume and wonder why I'm not get blessed. They are employees. That in companies are worth millions because they produce something. Other day I was hearing, I got 150% uh, race. Right? It's unique, it's niche, it's talent, it's demand. Look at the Bible. Just, just now I just overspoke. I mean, 
was a head. I said, Abraham was a livestock farmer. Jacob was in animal husbandry and stepped into genetic engineering. Joseph was offering his services to Pharaoh. He had the wisdom to interpret dreams and to bring solutions. Daniel, a public servant and an administrator, academically and in the political world, he was relevant. The Bible says he continued his reign, which means he was indispensable. Wow! Whichever king came, Daniel was there. Come on, open your mouth and say, I shall be indispensable. Hallelujah. Praise God for the glory of God. They were not blessed by luck. They produced something. Today is Malayali's favorite word. Luck, luck, luck. Luck comes from Lucifer. There's nothing called luck. You're fortunate. You're blessed. David was an instrumentalist. He was a warrior. His services was needed. It's a simple wisdom principle. Be productive. Open your mouth and say, I will be productive, fruitful for the glory of God. Amen. That if you have a chicken, it will produce more eggs. If you cow, more milk, your fields will be fruitful. I like what PG Varghese uncle said. He said, Amen, Para. Kitty, kitty. Para. Dandu, Amen, Para. Hallelujah. will take you to levels that you have never born. Hallelujah. Look at your life and say, I shall be productive, I shall be fruitful, I shall be blessed, I shall be healed, I shall be delivered, I shall be anointed, I shall be used, I will travel to the nations for the glory of God. I shall be in demand. I shall. Shine like a star. Wow. It's an anointing tonight. Open your mouth. I shall be favored. I shall be doubly favored. Triply favored. I remember when I said double favor, everybody should catch, you know. Once I was ministering, I said triple favor. One girl from America caught. She was triple promotion caught. That too. A very young person in the Lord from a Hindu community. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. So number one is be productive. Number two, present quality. Present quality. Number two, financial wisdom. Look at 1 Kings chapter 10. 4 to 8. Quality attracts opportunity. Write it somewhere. Quality attracts opportunity. Quality will bring in quantity. Quality will bring in prosperity. I pray for Petra Church tonight that we will be a quality church. Quantity come by itself. Will be quality. Yeah. 1 Kings chapter 8, 10, 4 to 8. When the queen of Sheba had seen all the wisdom of Solomon, the house that he had built, the food on his table and the seating of his servants, the service of his waiters and their apparel, his cupbearers and his entryway, by which he went up to the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. Then she said to the king, It was a true report which I heard in my own land about your words and your wisdom. However, I did not believe the words until I came and saw with my own eyes. 
and indeed the half was not told to me your wisdom and prosperity exceed the fame of which i heard happy are your men and happy are these your servants who stand continually before you and hear your wisdom amen amen i love that word happy are your men happy even are your servants which stand continually before thee and hear thy wisdom paraphrasing it the entire thing when the queen of sheba and all seen all solomon's wisdom all the house that he had and the way he has built the quality attracted her the quality of the house he built the meat on the table the quality of the meat on solomon's table the sitting arrangements the sitting of his servants the way they sat the quality of their lives the quality of the dress they wore the vessels that are used she said fainted and said wow everybody said wow <laughs> says i've never seen that kind of quality i pray somebody who's watching they will come into your house they will come into your life and say wow i've never seen something like that come on angira bishegam arangatte ninde krubayila oh sammana sabakkagatta hallelujah vannu parayadu wow aaradhana vanna look at their worship wow i look at the way they minister look at the way they serve look at the way they smile look at the way hallelujah they walk they dress come on somebody tonight hallelujah one version says she said actually wow <laughs> solomon had quality so just being productive alone is not enough you need to have quality you need to develop what quality in what you do many people start businesses and it shuts happen to many born again businesses because they never produce quality they produced pastor came and blessed <laughs> but the meat inside the puffs were not good <laughs> no quality meat and the pastor prarthichu pravajichu ellam cheyadu ende puffs vittu poyilla no quality <laughs> your puffs did not have quality pastor can fast and pray and all that is no quality meat inside your puffs nobody comes to buy it not even the beggar will come hallelujah so we need quality mediocrity can never attract prosperity give your best to whatever you do if you're serving the lord if you're praying for somebody just don't do anything half heartedly there are people in the church who are willing to do their best and it's only a question of time before rewards will follow them somebody who is stepped out for the lord somebody who's serving the lord in the church i want to prophesy you nobody would have seen you but god has seen the fruit of your labor he's not unjust to forget it he will bless you in due season your reward will come knocking at your door will push the door holy spirit is saying will push the door i will enter your life if you believe it put your hands together give a shout of praise and hallelujah Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. There are people who do their principles right. Their heart is in the right place. They're not just doing anything because they want to do it. They want to do it for their best. Open your mouth and say if I do my best, if I give my best, the best will come into my life in jesus name amen every day get up and say i command the spirit of mediocrity to leave my life in the name of the lord i want to do excellently well i have the spirit of excellence 
Amen. May you have the wisdom key to have quality in your life, quality in your prayer life, in your worship, in the way that you relate with people, in the way you live your married life, the quality words that should come out of your life, not gossip, not complaining, not blame. It's quality loaded words. Wow. Jesus said, let there be, God said, let there be light and the light came. Quality word. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Sometimes when you pray in tongues, you pray again and again. When you lose in the intensity, you pray again pray. You know what I'm saying? Some men of God are there who have always quality prayer lives. You know what I'm saying? They keep, they keep filled, keep filling, keep filling. When they know that intensity is going, they always rare. You see, main dish and the side, main dish and the side. Some men of God, no sides, always main. Some of us comes with side dish. Main is not missing. Main quality. There's no lukewarmness in mediocrity. Amen. We want the main power, power, glory. So number three, financial wisdom. Invest more and spend less. Money is a seed for investment and not a tool for expenditure. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and the 6th verse. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and the 6th verse. Are you enjoying this again tonight? Hallelujah. I feel such an anointing flowing. Amen. Touching people's lives. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and the 6th verse. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Amen. Amen. He who sows bountifully shall reap bountifully. Amen. Oh, that's, that's my life. Amen. This is one secret that I've learned in my life. It is speaking about money sown in the church for the work of God. But it's also a principle. It's also a principle. He that soweth, seed it to sow. A plant has to germinate and produce fruit. So you have to sow. Anything that you're holding on to your hands, any seed that you hold in your hand and not let go, will not grow. You know how many how many, how many, how many plants are there in one small tiny seed if you let go? Wow. Look at Luke chapter 19. What did Jesus said? 22 and 23rd verse. When he gave out talents to three kinds of people in Luke chapter 19, verses 22 to 23. And he said to them, Out of your own mouth I will judge you. You wicked servant, you knew that I was an austere man, collecting what I did not deposit and reaping what I did not sow. Why then did you not put my money in the bank, that at my coming I might have collected it with interest? Amen. Amen. Why did you not put my money? At least you should have put it in fixed deposit. 
At least you would have put in FD. One person was given five, he multiplied and brought out ten. Another person two, he made it four. And one person had one in, he said, let me go and bury it. Because of fear of not producing, he buried it. And Jesus is saying, do at least the minimum. Put it in that bank. Put it for interest. At least you would have gotten interest you would have put in the bank. Because money is designed to make more money. So don't kill money. Don't waste money. In the scriptures, you will find Esau and Jacob. Esau is the kind of person who will go hunt, pursue and kill. Jacob is the man, whatever he has, he will sustain it and he will multiply it. There are two kinds of people on planet earth. Esau's are the kind of people who pursue after a job, a career, get it, work hard, make money and then kill it. Spend it. Buy all the latest stuff. We're not against all that, but there is Jacob. Uh, everything has its own place. That's why wisdom is what to buy and what not to buy. Then there is Jacob. You give him a couple of sheep, he will produce more. See, Esau's are not on this earth now. There are no Esau's. But Jacob still is. That is the nation of Israel. And they still produce. Uh, come on. Hallelujah. Principle. All the money that passed through your hands, if you knew how to save it and multiply, you would have become a billionaire by now. Your real worth is not based upon what you wear or the car that you have. It's How, where, when there is nothing, how you are able to stand and that's what you are. When you have nothing, how, what you learn, how you stood and what you become. If your expenditure is more than your investment, your existence will become an embarrassment. Like what pastor said. If your expenditure is more than your investment, your existence <laughs> will become an embarrassment. Let there be nobody here tonight will become like that. There are people who spend more than what they have. That's why they're low loans. My small town called Kanjarapalli, people have been destroyed. My grandfathers, great-grandfathers have produced wealth and given to the children because they did not produce and made it more and they have spent and spent and spent and then they didn't have anything but their lifestyle did not change. So they took loans and spent. Now every, all the assets are in the bank. One bank that became big because of Kanyarapalli people is called the Federal Bank. <laughs> Somebody from Federal Bank is here, pardon me, it was just a joke. There are people who spend more than what they have or what they get. But when increase in wealth, when you know, if you want to increase, you need to know how I can multiply with what I have. There is mother money and there is daughter money. 
What does that mean? Daughter comes out of your mother. You get some money. And that money produces the daughter money, the more money. So when somebody comes home, you're not going to say, marry my wife. You will say, marry my daughter. Why? If the daughter that you get married and not the mother, if you have the mother, you can produce more. But if you get my mother married, the source is compromised, then you cannot produce anything. The same way, the money you have in your hand, that is mother money, is going to produce something more. If it produces a daughter, spend it. Go buy a car, buy a watch, go to holiday, to Switzerland, because it's daughter money. Not the mother money. So many people are wasting with their mother money. And then it comes to nothing. You cannot produce anything more. They give away the mother money. Always no, keep the mother money because it can always multiply. Hallelujah. Blessed be. Ask the Lord by faith, Lord, protect my mother money. You know. Bless my mother money. Let me produce with my mother money. Whatever I have, let me produce, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Number four, the financial wisdom. Avoid waste. Money will live in haste where there is waste. Money will live in haste. Will live in haste and there is waste. Look at Luke 15 and the 13th verse. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possession with prodigal living. Amen. Amen. Look at Proverbs 18. And the ninth verse says, He also that is slothful in his work is brother to him that is a great waster. He who, he also, read it please. Proverbs 18, 9. He who is slothful in his work is a brother to him who is a great destroyer. Amen. Amen. So if you are slothful or lazy in work, you are a brother to the waster. There are people, just now I said, whose father leaves well to them and they squander. Spend it. Use for drinks, booze. There's a pride in that. It's a spit of pride. Tonight I rebuke it in the name of the Lord. Amen. That kind of squandering. Amen. Pastor said, if you don't need it, don't buy it. If you don't use it, give it away. Hallelujah. If you don't need it, don't buy it. If you don't use it, give it away. That's a more a blessing in that. Just because somebody else got it. That's the main problem today. Even our children have learned that kind of. If somebody has something, you don't need to buy it. Do you have a need for it? Not out of greed. My God shall supply all your need, not your greed. Don't keep something if you're not using it, whether it's a car, a cycle, phone. Give it off. Otherwise, you're wasting it. Don't even waste food. If there is a wastage, there is a hole in your pocket. God won't bless you with more. One of the things I learned from my mom is never waste anything. I hate people wasting food. I'm sorry. 
there is a leakage god can bless god will withhold the release of provision if he sees there is a wastage tonight i pray that every kind of wastage will leave your home will leave our generation will leave our children in the name of the lord kartave karune undayikana mercy upon our lives for the wastage lord hallelujah in the name of jesus victory by the blood of jesus can be small things just switching off the lights i had that issue you know sometimes i put two or three lights more one light and learned consciously even before i came here which other lights that are on <laughs> god created the heavens and the earth out of nothing but he has nothing to give to a waster some of you want to see a blessing your tithing your offering but you're also wasting and you don't even realize where your money is going amen look at somebody and say don't be a waster amen the fifth wisdom principle maintain records order is the doorway to wonders open your mouth and say order, order. is the doorway to wonders financial order will bring financial wonders psalm 72 and the 18th verse blessed be the lord god the god of israel who only does wondrous things wow my god your god is designed is a god who does wondrous things in the pagalum in the ratrilum ninde jeevithathil alpudagaramayittulla karyangal hallelujah mathram nadakkana ninde thalamurai may only wondrous things happen in your life over your family over our church in the name of the lord if you believe it declare it over your own life put your own hand over your own head and say i will only see wondrous things over my life in the name of jesus Amen. Praise God. The most anointed hands is your own hands. Put it in your own head. The kai endina onnu aaradhikkan. Onnu ninne anugrahikkan. Onnu ninde makkale anugrahikkan. Pinna samayokke undengile korchu chorum kariyaga thinna. If you have 10000 rupees do you have a record of how you are spending it keep a record if you want to arrive into a supernatural future god will not allow opportunity to meet you without preparation you are prepared god will bring an opportunity hallelujah records bring accountability and discipline there is discipline in your expenditure they need to be disciplined in your investments you should have records so many people don't even know where they have put their investments in so many people have become gone into bankruptcy not because of a curse because of no records i've seen many homes i've seen the kind of bankrupt three crores four crores five crores not done one business and not gone to one holiday Yes, where is the money gone? Where is the expenses? Spending, the book is there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, basically, they don't have a complete order. So, some people have an have a book of 
how they've spent but they don't know how much they come in some people know how much they come in but they they spend more than what they came in. so you need to have how much I'm getting how much I'm spending it's all part of being having an order and accountability and you should do it as a family together husbands and wives don't do it in secrecy account for anything and then the financial level will change if you don't know where you have started how will you know where to end in John 6 we know the story boy with five loaves two fish that's where it started they make the people sit down in 50s hundreds gave out and Jesus said after everybody was full after 5,000 gather the fragments see what's left when you started this was two fish five loaves of bread look where you are ending now 12 baskets full wow hallelujah the bible is keeping the record if the bible is doing that why are you not doing it come on somebody hallelujah two fish five loaves is multiplied to 12 baskets our fight after 5000 people men and women and children have eaten wow bible is there everything is there in the word it's just that you have to read it so some of you started small if you do this you will increase come to that fullness of life oh do it today start today sometimes we are careless with 10,000 bucks and 10 times you're careless one lakh is gone <laughs> in 10 years you count Adam <laughs> God will never bless a waster. God wants to financially bless you. It's true that you love him, honor him. You have dreams, desires. He wants to honor, bless. But there are people who have lost much without knowing where it's gone. So establish records. Open your mouth and say, I need to establish records. Because records lay the foundation for progress. Records establish the foundation for gratitude. Records on Dangal and Nikendaka Karda with Chedu and Narayatulu. On Monday, I said, The blind man who followed Jesus was thankful for the fact that he had a ear, he had legs. When you start recognizing what God already have, the one thing he did not have, the eyes, God healed him. You need to be gratitude of what God has already given. God blessed me with a new home. So when I go into a home, you know what I do? I look at every chair and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the people you have used to bring into my life. I look at every pot of tree and I say, thank you for this tree. I, I go into the bathrooms, I look at the piece of soap. Thank you for the soap. I can be clean. I learn that every room that I go. I remember coming to this home. I thank for the people who are here. I remember them before God. Oh, hallelujah. It's such a beautiful life and you have gratitude and attitude. It's a foundation. Gratitude, Jesus always knew. He took the five loaves, two fish, thank the Lord, it multiplied. Gratitude brings multiplication every single time. Thank the Lord, hallelujah, for what God has already given you and what you don't have. will push its way through into your life. Oh, oh, oh. oh. 
I am saying that because last evening something pushed its way into my life. Come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. I am declaring that same word over you tonight. Let some push its way when you thank the Lord and praise the Lord and give Him praise and glory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus took the fish and the bread and it multiplied. Wow. Hallelujah. Ten years from now, if you have records, what you give out, what you receive, and just see what will happen. It will be a wow life. As the years go by, you realize how far God has brought you. Records will you also assist caution. If it's one lakh or a crore, you're not able able to account, suddenly your life you aimlessly spend it. The established order brings wonders. Look at Psalm 50 and the 23rd verse. Psalm 50 23rd verse. Whoever offers praise glorifies me and to him who orders his conduct alright I will show the salvation of God. Amen. And to him that ordereth this conduct or conversation alright I will show him the salvation of God. The one who orders his lifestyle Conduct, I will show him wonders. If your lifestyle is ordered, God will show wonders. Open your mouth. If my lifestyle is ordered, God will show wonders. Records will assist you planning in your life. And so much coming in. God bless me so much. I can plan what I can do something for the next year. And as the grace increase, you can plan it for another two years. As the grace increase, three years. Maybe you start with planning for a week, for a day. But as the grace increases, as the order comes in, you can keep planning. Hallelujah. A couple more things tonight. The wisdom principle, maintain a storehouse. Deuteronomy 8, 28 and the 8th verse. And I'll finish with that. And the Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Amen. The Lord shall command the blessing upon in thy storehouses. What's a storehouse? It's a strategic reserve. God expects you to have a storehouse. If you have a storehouse, God said, I'll bless it. Some of us want a blessing, but you don't know how. God says, keep a storehouse. Proverbs 21 and the 20th verse says, There is a treasure to be desired. And the oil in the dwelling of the wise... But a foolish man spend it up. Spend it up. It's a treasure to be desired. The oil in the dwelling of the wise. The wise man will keep aside. The foolish one will spend it. Keep something aside. No matter how difficult it is, learn to keep at least, maybe you start with 10 rupees, 20 rupees, 50 rupees, 100 rupees. Because God is searching to bless your storehouse. Where are you storing it? Oh. God is looking for a storehouse to bless. Don't say it's too difficult. Say so I have to pay a fee. To, no. God will always give you something to keep. So he can bless it. What is the benefit of a storehouse? You'll be grateful to the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. You'll be grateful to our senior pastor. 
You're grateful to the pastor who teaches you. You'll be grateful to my spiritual father who has taught us all these things. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The benefit of a storehouse, it is faith action. What is that action? What you're saying is in my life, they will always be left over. When you're saying that, when you're doing that, what you're saying is they'll always be left over. If my salary is 10,000, I have rent, fees to pay. I take a faith in action and say, I'm going to send 1,000 rupees out of it. I will always have a leftover. Start doing it. 1,000 will become 10,000. 10,000 will become a lakh because God said, I will bless the storehouse in the name of Jesus. May they be your testimony tonight. Let there be not a person who's watching me. Hallelujah. Say, I don't have a storehouse. May there be a storehouse that release an anointing and a wisdom upon your life for that in the name of Jesus. No matter what kind of challenges, you will have a leftover. Open your mouth over your life and say, I will have a leftover. It's not a proof that you have enough. It's only an action that says, I will always have a leftover. When your purse is nearly empty, you make sure that something is always there. No matter how needy or difficult, make a leftover. That's a sign of faith. Tonight, let the grace of God be poured upon you. Tonight, many watching might not have enough. But your faith should say, I will always have a leftover. I will have a leftover in my life. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall have no lack. Storehouses will confirm good management of resources and position you for a blessing. It serves as a resource pool. There's a saying, money travels in the direction of money. So people say the rich are still getting richer and the poor are still getting poorer because money will always flow in the direction of the money. If you have a storehouse, you'll be keep filling it. Keep filling up. Blessing is looking where the blessing is already there. That's why you keep a leftover a storehouse. It will find you. It will find that storehouse. If you recognize a blessing in your life, thank him tonight. Another blessing will be added. You know why people get blessed and loses their blessing, get a healing and loses their healing? When they get it, they don't thank the Lord. They don't thank the Lord and say, Lord, I thank you. Oh, come on. Bible says in Romans 1 or that they knew God they did not glorify God so the time the Bible says God gave them up why because God could not do anything and God says a simple thing kneel down God says and that too a Samaritan where are the nine 
Are you a part of the one? Are you a part of the nine? Are you a part of the majority who don't thank the Lord? Or are you a part of that minority who thank the Lord? Minority, God said, go and be made whole. Go and be made well. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Storehouses will position you for maximum future opportunity. Even in the church, we try to follow these principles. We try to bless other people. We put the, you know, we don't, I don't touch the tithe or the offerings that come to church. We tithe to other churches, other men of God to help in other people's needs. Because it's always a storehouse and because God can bless it. That's how we built up we want to buy a land we make that storehouse orderly so that God can bring in any amount of money to make to build godsend projects not good projects but God projects amen for the glory of God amen when God gives an opportunity comes you don't have to wonder we will be the wonder so be strategically impactful. Open your mouth and say, be strategically impactful. Storehouses where money is spent for your future, increase and multiplication. It is not for your recurrent expense. If your car goes flat, don't take it from the storehouse. It's not for that. You want your wife and you to go for the holiday? Don't take it from that. don't it's for your future expansion increase and multiplication usually we hear just you know speak in tongues you know just speak in tongues the holy spirit told my spiritual father pastor rajesh just don't speak in tongues alone speak in cash also talk in cash also you need to have wisdom amen so many of us only speak in tongues. The devil doesn't mind you only speaking in tongues. But when we have a convention, we will have to beg to other people, I want money. Because <laughs> we were not wise enough. So don't just use spiritual language and then say that you have forsaken everything for eternity. And the truth is, when you have a need, you go and beg, you ask every person. That's called foolishness. Hallelujah. Mark 10 says that those who have given up things for eternity on, these, uh, on this earth, things they've given up, they will have houses, riches, fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters, together with that, for preaching this, I will have persecution also. <laughs> Together with that, you'll have persecution also. Amen. God's word. And you teach on wisdom for finances. People who don't take care of all these things are prosperity gospel. No, this is not. It's, this is anybody who follows Jesus will prosper, whether you like it or not. It's not prosperity gospel. It's only one gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ. But if you have given up anything for the Lord, He will give big, good measure, pressed down, 
shaken together that's my story i've seen that in my life a man of god said anointing without money ends up in annoyance hallelujah you have an anointing strong anointing from god but no money to buy a land or build a structure it's an annoyance you'll be upset with your life so tonight from this moment onwards you'll say i'll pray in tongues but i'll talk in cash too <laughs> for the glory of jesus christ god bless you let's close our eyes in prayer